Welcome to another episode of I'm Walking Here. I'm your resident masshole, Ian Cusick, joined by Bryce, as always, that damn New Yorker. And Bryce, we have a special guest tonight, so why don't you introduce our, uh, our new friend? We have the god of getting things wrong, Raza. How you doing tonight, Raza? I am good and a little bit disrespected, but you're not entirely uh, wrong. I, well, I'll let I, don't, I don't think I'm wrong at all. No, you're you know? very much not wrong. But it's, a, it's, it's, it's good to be on, and... Hopefully, I won't be getting things too wrong in this next. Uh, <laughs> if you go, oh, if you don't get a pick right for your picks this week in football, I I will. I don't know what I'll do, but it'll be amazing. I mean, I'm a I'm a decent like decent at pickums. Maybe not you know picking things within games, but I'm I I, I can I can do most. Like if I say the Patriots will beat the Browns, the Browns aren't going to win. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you might, you might have like, said it that well, one year back in, like, what was it, 2012 or something, when the Browns did beat the Patriots? That was a weird year. Peyton Hillis. Yeah, that was the 2011. That was the, that was the Peyton Hillis play. All right, speaking of football, let's get into it, Yeah, brothers. let's get into our uh, our Week 6 recaps. And this was, uh, this was an interesting week of football. I started really good, and then I didn't get a yeah. 4 o'clock game right. And then I didn't get the Sunday night game right. And then I did get the Monday night game because yeah. Aaron Rodgers is just not human. He's a bad man. He's a bad man. Y'all can try to do Stephen A. impressions, but I mean, I, you I practice can't. them in your mirror for two hours. A day. Oh, I, who doesn't? Are you a sport? Are you a sports fan if you don't practice Stephen A. quotes in your mirror? Well, you see, the thing is, I, at my dorm, I have a communal bathroom, so I just look like a weird. Oh, you can't, but... but then you're just you're just the local crackhead, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Who was on crack? <laughs> <laughs> Very fitting. Yeah. So in recap, I went eight and six. Bryce went seven and seven this week, bringing my record up to forty-seven, thirty-eight and two. Bryce is forty-five, forty and two. I I had a nine and f I will bring this up till I die. I had a nine and five week and there was a tie and I'm still hurt about that. Yeah, that was the Minnesota Green Bay week. I know <sighs> I have I know I haven't been on the show, but I have been keeping track of my picks. I went ten and five last week and I'm fifty one forty one and two on the year. So not well, flex, we don't we but... don't do the Thursday night games, so our records are gonna be a little bit different than yours <sighs> in terms of total. Oh yeah, games. okay. Yeah, I understand. All right. So then, Speaking of the Thursday night like games, are we gonna start with that? Yeah, I, I don't really okay. want to talk about it too much because this game. Well, stinks. I just, I do, I do want to say, well, it's in general. Thursday night games are some ass. Um, I mean, right now it is twenty-eight to three. Shout out the Falcons, uh, Denver over Arizona. First of all, why was Denver-Arizona slated as a primetime game? Who was going to watch this? Yeah, this game was set to suck at the beginning of the season, and it sucks now. Well, the thing is that like, the NFL has like a legal obligation to put every team on primetime at least once a year. Oh, well, of course, but like... So, I why, mean, why you this? can at least you can at least make it look like you care about Thursday night. Yeah, you could have had like Cardinals versus Rams or something like that. That, that's, that might actually, that's actually that might actually worse. that's that would probably be worse. That yeah, one's but, not it. You, you, you get more viewers because people <laughs> plus plus the Rams. See, this is the problem with that though, because the Rams, um, because Fox like got Thursday night football, 
and then they're like, oh, let's make really some really good games really early. So they put Vikings Rams, and now the Rams aren't playing on Thursday night again. Yeah, I see. So Fox is like Fox made a couple like decent matchups, and then they stopped caring. I, I mean, I, I know there's a couple decent Thursday night games down the road, but no, it's... I don't think there is. <laughs> I mean, I saw like the schedule. Well, let me let me you want me to read them off. I'll read you. I'll read you the next like three. So we got Miami and Houston. You turn you tuning in? N- uh, no, I'll be watching the World Series. Uh, Oakland 49ers. You watching that? Uh, no, Probably I'll be sleeping. <laughs> and uh, Carolina Pittsburgh. You tuning in? That that's no, probably no, the I'll... best. That's definitely the best one out of the three. And that still sucks. I'll, I'll tune in for that one probably. I'll be watching my my paint dry. Alright, so Thursday night's ass. I think they should just not do it in general. I think they should stop. I mean, the players don't even like Thursday night football. Nobody likes Thursday night football. The coaches don't like Thursday night football. The players don't like playing on Thursdays. It's just awful. Thursdays, awful. Thursdays should only have games twice. The season opener and Thanksgiving. That is yeah, it. I like that. I like that. Idea. I I do like that as well. But yeah, there's no there's no place for Thursday because, like, football. Th- Thanksgiving games are like just the best. And I'm not even being biased because the Redskins have played on Thanksgiving. Well, they will have played on Thanksgiving three straight years after they beat after they beat they played the Cowboys. Oh, um, by the way, by the way, by the way, I'm pretty sure the Broncos just scored again, so it's not like 34 to three. So I'm sure everybody, all eight people watching, are just so oh yeah, lucky. oh yeah, no. Royce Freeman, one yard touchdown. Oh, my fantasy team appreciates that. That's what six points. You know what? With the way my fantasy team's been performing this season, I'll take it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if I you're mean, not five and one in fantasy right now, and... <laughs> if you think any of my teams are over 500 right now. <laughs> All right, let's let's yeah. recap. Yeah, a let's little recap. Bit. Uh, Don't 34. spend time on irrelevant games. Uh, there's there's a lot of irrelevant games this week. Uh, Eagles so thirty four, Giants them. thirteen. The Thursday night. All right, you know what? I'm going to use that. Mara is a is a moron. Okay, he just, he he essentially told Odell to shut up and dribble. Yeah, that is a very very good analogy. He's, that's actually a really good analogy. Um. Odell is the heartbeat of this team, no matter if Mara likes it or not. Um, he needs to he needs to listen to what he's saying instead of just reading the headlines. I mean, he's he's losing control of the team. The, he's losing the players. He's losing the fans. I, I mean, he, it's tough when you think Eli actually has years left. He doesn't. It's clear. It's evident. Yeah. He doesn't. And the thing is, like, the Giants have so much, like, good talent, especially on offense. I mean, I don't know if it's, like, so much good talent, but they have the pieces in place to, like, be, like, not a 3-13 and team. Well, the defense and Eli is awful, and yeah. the Lion is... It starts you know, with the quarterback. He potentially a top 5, 6, 7 running back at Saquon Barkley, and pretty much a unanimous top 3 wide receiver in Odell Beckham Jr., so, the the third head of the Trinity has to be the quarterback, and Eli has not been putting out anything good. Like I can't remember the last time Eli had a good game since his six touchdown game against New Orleans three seasons ago. That was his last good season. Yeah, I mean they went six and ten because their defense was terrible. I mean, twenty sixteen they won, um, or not they didn't win the division, but they went to the, the playoffs. 
Yeah, you went ten and six. Yeah, that was the season where Odell posed on the boat. Yeah. Yeah. That's that was the DRC intercepted oh. Kirk in week seventeen. I miss you, DRC, so much. Like, I I love him, and I wish we didn't sign Stewart over him, but I miss you still, brother. You were a great giant. But Mara, Mara needs. I think Mara's the one that should be shutting up here. I don't think he should be saying a word. I don't know why he thought he felt the need to come out. He it was to defend Eli. I'm pretty sure the only reason Shermer said Eli's our guy is because Mara twisted his arm and said, "You need to say this to the media." Yeah, but like the fans know. Oh, everyone! Everyone, everyone with a brain knows Eli's time is up. Like, oh, yeah, whether absolutely. it was clear, I think last year to me it was. Yeah, absolutely. His time's been up for like three years. But here's the thing: when he was benched, everyone lost their minds. Because okay, I know why. Because we didn't bench him for the right person. If yeah, we were going to bench him, it should have been for Webb. Yeah, who we don't even have anymore. It's not, I I don't know. Bench for someone who was going to lead the team. No, Gene, neither Webb and Smith are. I'm pretty sure both not on our roster anymore. So I don't know why we did that. And I don't know. All it was know, it was a train all wreck. I know, all I know is that there's potentially another quarterback wearing number ten that's going to walk into the big apple. Oh, nobody will ever wear ten again. Yeah, I know. I'm just Mar saying. Mar, Mar will make sure. I mean, he currently wears number ten. Is what I'm trying to say here. I, Justin, I really, I, I pray to the football gods every night that Justin Herbert ends up in the Giants jersey. I mean, yeah, I, I, yeah, I pray that he he doesn't every night. I can't, I can't deal with with that. No thanks. Uh, well, so, Bryce, I guess I have to ask you the question: Do you start Kyle Laletta now, or do you just tank the season? For no, Hunter? I don't think it's Laletta time. I don't. I don't think it'll ever be a little at a time. I don't. I don't think. Yeah. I. I kind of agree with that to an extent. But if you are going to start Kyle Aletta at some point in the year, it has to be in like December. Like it's just way, it's way too it, early. Right now. I wouldn't. It's. I mean, you got to be mathematically eliminated to start Aletta. Yeah. I think, and one in five is not mathematically eliminated. Obviously. Yeah, of course. So I think we won't do it unless we know like. Okay, we don't have a shot. Let's see what Oleta can do. And I don't know. I, I kind of want to move on, but fuck John Mara for what he said. Odell is Odell is more valuable to this franchise than John Mara is. All right, fuck yeah. John Mara. Uh, moving on to the next game. Uh, Falcons 34, Buccaneers 29. Um, this game was kind of a shit show, even though it was an offensive shootout. It almost uh, had like, the greatest ending in history. Oh, yeah. I was going to mention the ending a little bit. Um, so... Yeah, they got. Yeah. Weren't they like super close? They were like on like they, the fifteen yard line or something, and they have like seven seconds left off a timeout. So Jameis Winston runs a QB draw and gets like seven yards out of it, and then they start doing like the lateral game, and they get down to like the three yard line or something, and then like uh, what's his name? Mike Evans tried to lateral. Yeah, Mike to Evans laterals it to Deshaun Jackson. Jackson. It goes right through his legs. Mm. It was like Bill Buckner part two. Unless there's some other Bill Buckner moments you could think of. I mean, yeah, this was going to be a pretty ugly game because neither of these teams really have a defense. So, kind of expected a shootout. Yeah, but, you know, Matt Ryan does what Matt Ryan does, kind of 
Matt Ryan's good. He's good. 354, three TDs. Yeah, that's pretty damn good. It's kind of a Pop Warner defense, but... Hey, Julio still doesn't have a touchdown. (sighs) I I honestly don't know how, but... Like 700 yards, too. You know, Julio could probably yeah. drop like 16 or 1700 receiving yards this season, and he won't have a single touchdown for it. I don't That's just incredible to me. Because yeah. they're throwing it to Austin Hooper. That's oh, right. Don't forget Muhammad Sanu. Well, I mean, like, Sanu's good, though. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you know, you got Calvin Ridley good. in that offense, too. Yeah, make so sure you, like, make, you gotta make sure Tevin Coleman gets his touchdowns. Oh, of course, yeah. Kevin Coleman, the fantasy god. The Indiana product. Man. All right, what's, All right, what was next? The next game, Steelers 28, Bengals 21. Ugly. Ugly. Uh, AB had a crazy good touchdown to end the game. I don't... And by crazy good, I mean he didn't get touched once by the Bengals. I don't defense. know. Um, it's kind of an offensive pass interference. But I mean, uh, yeah, I mean... Up. I don't know. That might have been within one yard. I could, you couldn't really tell from that angle. Okay, no. Even if you don't want to call it offensive pass interference, you can easily call it like holding. You're grabbing him by both shoulder pads and pushing him forward. I mean, it's enforcing hey, contact. I, I did see this brought up on the timeline. I thought it was interesting. Uh, is it time to look into a, a permanent ban for perfect? Because this man is a is a fucking douche yeah uh, like, yeah you know it, i think it's a little late for that right now you need to do something about it asap yeah he, he something needs to happen with perfect because that man this, is this has been a problem for a very long time for Cincinnati. yeah he this isn't this isn't he lost him that playoff game yeah yeah he, he really did because even because even after the jeremy hill fumble like and on top of that, after game is like, if AB don't play next week, I'll apologize. I'm like, bro, you just you bro, just you murdered bashed his head in. Yeah, AB was like dead on the field after that. He literally was. <sighs> he ragged all them like that was awful. All yeah, right, that was a brutal hit. All right, next game: Chargers 38, Browns 14. Um, before Garbage. Bryce wrote flames before it, yes, I did pick the Browns to win this game. Uh, I thoroughly you got to stop sleeping on the Chargers. I picked the Chargers good. to win the AFC West. I'm not sleeping on them. I, I mean, I did okay, too. They're not, they're not going to win the AFC West, though. Yeah, they no, probably the won't anymore, but Actually, they're still... I, I mean, they might because, in my opinion, they have a better defense than Kansas City. And Kansas well, City yeah. Warriors are starting great and finishing sloppy. So. I, I don't know. I mean, I Mah- that was under Alex Smith, and this is under Patrick Mahomes, but it's, it's still Andy Reid. I mean, I greatly underrated Patrick Mahomes going into this season. I, I, I wasn't I, sure. I wasn't a thousand percent, but I thought because he had some really deep threats that he would do good, and he has so far. So I thought Mahomes would have the best career of any quarterback selected in 2017, and I don't know if he'll have the best career, but he's. Having shit. the best I mean, shout, out, give him shout out Buffalo. Shout, shout out, out Buffalo. Shout out Buffalo because they gave the Chiefs that pick. So. They did. Shout out Buffalo. They traded all the way back to 22. Probably picked like, I don't even know who they picked. I don't remember. They picked, uh, fuck, I don't remember who they picked in that draft. The 22. I remember everyone lost their minds when the Chiefs traded up to 10 and picked Mahomes over uh, Watson. And now look at it. I mean, like Watson's well, not right. bad. To be fair, I mean, Watson to be fair, season, Mitchell Trubisky was picked over both. So, 
The Bears Buffalo traded up for okay, Trubisky okay. when they didn't need to whatsoever. The Bills yeah. traded that. The Bills traded that pick, and they traded on again, and they picked Tre'Davious White. So not a terrible pick. Oh, okay, okay, they yeah, did get Trey White, but it's Mahomes. Well, I mean, would Mahomes really save this Bills offense? No, 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 and he can't. Nothing, nothing's. McCoy can't do it. Mahomes not doing it. Alright, next, right, next game. Seahawks 27, Raiders 3. Who cares? John Gruden sucks. <laughs> uh, Dolphins 31, Bears 28. This, this game is, is interesting. Game. Low key, one of the best games. This is interesting because Miami's 4 and 2 right now. Miami is 4 and 2 right now, and they're only second place because the Patriots are 4 and 2, and they beat them too. So, um, I think maybe it's time to start taking Miami a little serious. I don't know. Man. I'm I'm not sold yet just because I feel like this was Brock Osweiler doing what Brock Osweiler does. He comes into the starting role, he shines, people lose their minds, and then he turns back. Is, into is he a Walmart now. brand Fitzpatrick? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. He's a 6'8 Walmart brand Fitzpatrick. He's a Ryan Fitzpatrick <laughs> who knows how to pull out, probably. <laughs> uh, you can't grow Let's Let's see. Move All on. Right. Jesus. Never forget Osweiler's stint as a Brown, though. Oh, yeah. yeah. I forgot Osweiler's a Brown for like three days. Um, Yeah, I mean... He spent his tenure watching the Browns desperately trade him for Garoppolo. (laughs) That's how he spent his tenure. And then they didn't give it. This man man, uh, did like a huge thing in that 2015 season to help the Broncos win the Super Bowl. And people still didn't want anything to do with him. <laughs> He's just that bad. The Broncos would not have won the Super Bowl without Brock Osweiler because he started that Sunday night game against New England. Yeah, don't remind me about that Sunday they, night game against New England. If they if they don't win that game, they don't. So I'm assuming you don't want to be reminded about that two point conversion. If either. they don't get the oh, one seed, they don't on. host the AFC Championship game. And if they don't host the AFC Championship game, guess what? They lose to New England. Brock Osweiler is a Bronco hero, but he's. I mean, they also would have lost to New England if Stephen Kostelski could make a field goal at the point. But, yeah. mm, tough. He I'm had not, 22 I'm, fantasy points last week, though, so shout out Stephen Kostelski. Yeah, shout out Stephen Kostelski, but I am not having fun right now reliving these old injuries. <laughs> How about I just move the game? <laughs> All right, yeah, so um, anyways, uh, Bears-Dolphins. Uh, the first four quarters of this game were really good. Then overtime happened, and it got really sloppy. I can't believe it the Dolphins so still got away with it. I, yeah, I, they shouldn't have gotten you, away with it. If, Mi- if they had anyone but Mitch Trubisky at QB, they probably would have lost. No, I mean, Trubisky, like... It, Trubisky wasn't necessarily bad. It was just that they missed a field goal in overtime. Um, yeah, imagine this Bears team with Mahomes right now, though. Oh, my, yeah. Which no, is comp- Or this Jags team with Mahomes. Well, this, yeah, the Jags offense kind of smells, but... Yeah, I mean Blake Bortles solves a lot of is a uh, the root of a lot of those problems though. Yeah, he is. But, uh, you know, uh, we're not we're not quite at the Jags yet, so we can, we can no. talk about that a little later because uh, we got a little bit to talk about regarding that game. Yeah, but uh, anyways, Vikings twenty seven, Cardinals seventeen. Who gives a shit? We knew this was gonna happen. Yeah. Uh, Jets forty two, Colts thirty four. Offensive Skip. shootout against two historically bad defenses. Yeah. Redskins twenty three, Panthers seventeen. Carolina is some ass. Carolina Absolutely, is some ass. The, the, one of the sloppiest games I've ever seen. The I want Raza. I want because if y'all don't know, and I don't know how you don't know, but Raza is a pretty famous Redskins fan. I mean, not so and right. I want I want what you feel about this because you went on a long rant 
Oh yeah, after that, that actually one. inspired me to bring you on. But thank way. you, thank you. After and the, yeah, after the New Orleans game, I was just yes, that New Orleans game was awful because you I just got clowned on. I wasn't necessarily mad. I was just I I, I was at a point where I was. You were like, speaking oh. your mind. Yeah, I was like, okay, listen, this I, this needs to change. This is how we can change it. This is like it was like ten minutes worth of rant. Because I just I needed will, to, I needed to get it off my mind, and I just need. Even I'm, I'm not satisfied with this win. All right, we were up seventeen nothing and almost lost. We, we, I'm not satisfied with the team. Um, will we win or lose against Dallas on Sunday? I don't know. I guess I'll find out in the pick section. But this team hasn't done enough to make me trust them or have faith in them. Just because we beat. A bad Carolina team at home doesn't necessarily mean anything. I still think this team is really, really mediocre, and I don't know what to make of them. Just because they win doesn't mean I'm happy. But um, a win is a win, and I, I guess I guess it's okay at the end of the day. I want I want you to tell me what Josh Norman needs to do to win you back over, because I know you've lost him or he's lost yeah. you. I, what does what does Norman have to do to win you back? Um, keep making similar plays like he did on Sunday. Because he had a pick and a force fumble, like a peanut thumb and punch force fumble that he always does. Granted, that pick was almost not a pick because he, like, jumped over Monte Nicholson to get it, even though Monte easily could have made that interception. And the fumble, the, the force fumble was good. But up until, up until kickoff on Sunday, Josh Norman was averaging... Or averaging giving up a 156.3 passer rating when that's he was a perfect targeted. passer rating. That's, it's, it's, it's yeah. two points away from a perfect passer rating. Wait, what? Oh, a perfect passer rating. That's one fi- yeah, 158. So he was giving up 156.3 while targeted. I don't know. It seems like ever since he's left Carolina, he's done absolutely nothing. But here's the thing. The funny part is, is you could you could be like, oh, well, that's a testament of Josh Norman's a quarterback, a cornerback one. He'll be on wide receiver ones. He's not even always covering wide receiver ones. Giants fans know this. He doesn't always cover Odell. He just covers whoever lines up on the left side of the line of scrimmage. He wasn't he wasn't on like Funchess the whole game. He wasn't like, and and that showed in the fact that Funchess was absolutely beasting and feasting on. I think um, he when got you're getting, when you're getting cooked by DJ Moore. Something, yeah, something yeah, okay. that's I, not a good look for. A guy I that think made a he got of money. really overhyped because he had like an insane 2015. Yeah, he, I mean, he was arguably the defensive player of the year that year. I think he was yeah, one of the nominees since, that year, wasn't he? He, yeah, was. I think he was. I think Von Miller won it though. Yeah, I, I, I believe. Yeah, Von right. Miller did. Odell uh, still, oh, still, Odell still got in that ass, but uh, um, Josh Norman has has been mediocre at best, and all he does is talk. He talks. Yeah, talks, that's talks. the problem. It's just he and just then, opens his mouth, but he never. He's and then, just not good enough to back it. And then he like goes on Dancing with the Stars and stuff like that. It's like, can you just can you just play football? Dancing with the Stars. Is it? Is this just a curse? Is it the Redskins curse that everybody that goes there just becomes some mid? Well, every time we throw a big contract at someone, I when was the last time we threw a big contract at someone and it ended up working out? Clinton Portis back when we traded him. <laughs> it must have been. Like, I, like, we traded Camp Bailey for when him. When you think of big contracts in the Redskins, the first name you think of is like Galbert Hainsworth. And Albert Hainsworth. That one. Adam, yeah, Adam Marshall Letter. You know, 
Redskins just are just unlucky because everybody that's been good like goes down with an injury. And Don't everyone... even get me started on Donovan McNabb. Oh, yeah. I, oh. I completely forgot McNabb was a Redskins I was thinking player. RG3. Well, I mean, okay, that's, that that's not necessarily... And oh, I know. I was just... I, I just said everybody that's good has had unfortunate yeah, events. But that was, you see, that like, was, that was a lot of team of mismanagement, thing. though, like, with that injury. With that was the product, yeah, that was a product of two things. One, Mike Shanahan... Wow. I kind of just thought about this. The Redskins really the Mets of the NFL, huh? That's that's a pretty fair comparison. Yeah. I can see that. They just they just really the Mets. Poor injury management, some mid every year. It's just the Mets. It's just always it pissing off their fans. Always. All right, All right so we're gonna move on. Game. Texans Bills, um Garbage. Skip. 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 Um, Skip. Rams Broncos. This was a pretty good game. I I'm so mad because I was so close to having the pick of the year. And it just didn't happen. Well, I mean, there wasn't any snow at this game, so I got screwed. But they still, it still was an embarrassing pick. So, in my opinion, like the weirdest takeaway from this game was the fact that like it looked like Cooper Cup like broke his ankle and then he no, was playing. No, I actually the weirdest thing about that is I said last week the main goal of this game for the Rams is to get out with everyone healthy, and Cooper Cup went down. Actually he nuts. still came back for the second half, right? Yeah, crazy. I don't. I he shouldn't. He shouldn't have done that. But hey, yeah, they, were him, like, <laughs> they were up like twenty to three at halftime. There was really no reason to come back in the game, or like thirteen to three at halftime. All right. Well, this next game, I think Ian's going to call it was a dialogue. Huh? What what game you doing next? Uh, I was going to do Cowboys Jaguars next. Yeah, that game has a dialogue. We need to talk about that. Um, are the Jags for real? Are the Jags for real? Uh, I really don't know. Is I mean, the answer? The answer is yes. So they're not, by the way. So now now when we come back to this, yeah. like, 10 weeks, yeah, ten, episode 20, when we come back and watch this, the Jags are going to be, like, 3-13. and 13. Listen, <laughs> listen, it all starts with the quarterback position. Well, what are they going to do? Blake, if anyone but Blake Bortles was the starter of this team, they'd be a 5 See, I don't know if that's true, because his best receiver is D.D. Westbrook. Okay, but... Even, like, with the... And Fournette went down. Not for the season, but... Right. I think the Fournette now. injury has been a bigger thing for Jacksonville than Blake Bortles. Yeah, because T.J. Yeldon sucks. No, T.J. Yeldon doesn't, doesn't suck, suck, but... He's a good, he's a good running back, The thing is, it's, it's Fournette. And Fournette was like the guy. Like he was getting a lot of touches. But here's good reason. Here's the thing. I'm bogging down the Jaguars' offense. But the thing that the Jaguars really prided themselves on in this like rebuild is defense, and they just let the Cowboys forty piece them. Yeah. Like it. That just doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I still have a lot of faith in this Jaguars team because I know what they're capable of. It's just like. You have it's, people like it's weird. Miles Jack and Calais Campbell and AJ Bouye and the, the XYZ. And I just think Bouye it's one play. of those games, you know, because sometimes, you know, last year the Jaguars put up like 40 against Baltimore, but that didn't mean Baltimore was a bad team. It just happened, you know. It's just a weird game. That football is weird. 
Yeah, football is weird. You know, like, we all thought this was going to be a blowout game, but uh, just not. I thought Jacksonville had this in the bag. I I don't think I made this my lock of the week for that week, but... I might have said it was. I've gotten every lock of the week wrong. No, you know what? I made Minnesota-Arizona my lock for Minnesota. Oh, yeah, that actually was close for a little while, too, though, so... Yeah, it was closer than I'm comfortable with, but, you know, we're, we're past that game, so... Uh, all right. And I don't know. I think Jacksonville, and I did write about it in a column that'll be out before the show comes out i do think they'll make the playoffs still but i don't yeah. i don't see them going to the afc championship well i mean they play this. in the worst division in the league that's i don't know like the top three teams are all three and three it's close even if it is a bad division it's still close right now yeah but this texans game they have coming up is huge yeah that is very big huge uh, so the last day game, Ravens 21, Titans 0. You know what the funny part is? I did a FanDuel pick em and I picked the fucking Ravens. And then I went on the show and picked the Titans for some reason. I don't know why I did that. So you got the one that matters wrong, pretty much, is what you're saying. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, the one that's significant. Yeah, yeah the, the one that people know about I got wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Titans are so weird. The They've Titans been so crazy difficult to pick. Like, how do you like you beat the defending champs and then in back-to-back weeks you lose to like the yeah, Bills? They and beat then... the Jags and Eagles and they lost to the Bills and Ravens. Well, all right, the okay, Ravens are a pretty good team this year. The Bills. They did yeah. lose. No, there's no excuses for the Bills one. That's yeah. I mean, no not a good look for a team that won- that you know. Takes a lot. Made of the playoffs play. last year. Made the playoffs and then took a bunch and of like pretty Chiefs. good players. Yeah. Mariota threw a touchdown to himself. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. So on to the Sunday night games. Patriots forty three, Chiefs forty. How do you put a forty and lose? That's just that's just uh, disgusting. When your defense puts up forty three. That's how. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know. I don't think this changes much in my mind because Mahomes didn't play bad. No, Mahomes no, had a pretty good game good. aside from those two bad picks. Yeah, but yeah, here's the thing. But both of those interceptions weren't necessarily his fault. No, they were. No, nah, I mean, the second one was a tip pass. I think the first one was just a pretty lousy read. The first one was a bad throw. The, the high tower one was bad. But the second one was, like, A, insignificant, and B, just, like, just a product of chopping the ball for the end zone at the end of the half. The only question this really brings up for me is how far can the Chiefs really go with this defense? Um, I mean, it, it honestly depends on how much... Because, yeah, you could say, well, they won't play a Patriots-level offense every week. Yeah, but they're going to be playing good offenses if they make the postseason. Yeah. A.K.A. they might meet up with the Patriots again in the postseason. So I, I don't know how far they can really go with this defense. I think they need to do something by the deadline. I mean, I still think it's a Rams-Patriots postseason. Oh, my God. Um... Sorry, Raphael Devers just hit a three-run home run off Verlander. Um, so anyways, as I was saying, um, this Chiefs team, the defense needs to step up if they want to. I still think that they can win the AFC. Yeah, you can't. You can't. You can't give up 43. You can't give up 43. I mean, obviously, it's the Patriots, you know. That offense is pretty damn well, that's good. That's not a good excuse when you have to play the Patriots again. Oh, yeah, I know. I mean, obviously, that's not what I'm saying. But, like, if this defense can step up, I wouldn't be too concerned if I were a Chiefs fan. Yeah, but they got to show people that they can step up because... Yeah, they definitely sh- need to show up, but like... All right, Monday night. Yeah. Unless Rosal wanted to Monday say something. Monday night games, I mean... I mean I, I, I mean, I think the Chiefs 
this, like you said, it doesn't really change my opinion because I lost to the second best team in the league, the third best team in the league, maybe, I guess. Um, and like you guys said, de- defense does need to step up, but this team is still going to go places. I don't know how far they'll go because it is Kansas City after all, but losing to the Patriots in like on the last play of the game, not necessarily something you need to hang your head on. You know, you just keep, you keep pushing forward week after week. Just keep winning games the way you've been playing. Mahomes has still been great, so just keep on yeah. keep on doing what you're doing. Yeah, Mahomes is definitely going to need to carry this team if the defense keeps playing like that. And I don't know if you want to put a second-year quarterback with very limited playing time in his first season on that sort of a... Uh... Yeah, it's, you know, defense guys just step up, like we said. Oh, well, we've talked enough about Patriots, Chiefs. Uh, Packers 49ers. Um... Aaron Rodgers is just the best there is. Yeah. I don't, I don't think it. You can say, ooh, you gave up 30 to C.J. Bifford. Well, his defense is some ass. Yeah. Ha-ha Clinton Dix is the best player on that defense, and he's terrible. I cannot believe that people want to, like, oh, he barely won against C.J. Bifford. He's not on defense, Chief. Yeah. Rodgers can't do everything. He did everything he could. He, he was missing his, two of his top wide receiver targets and still got it done. He has still had his number one receiver, but his second wide receiver was that MBS guy whose name last name is longer than the Bible. It was like Dude, he he's got his top one of his top two wideouts is Marquez Vald Scantling. Yeah. Like yeah. I I think his third I think his number three wide receiver is like a name that they use in a key and peel skit for the East West Bowl. <laughs> I it's just how does he do this? I, I I don't I just don't understand. He's a bad man. It's just how it is. I he's and that, that, that drive was just nuts. I mean, you can complain about like, oh, how are you going to call an illegal contact on third down? First of all, it's a blatant illegal contact. That was second. Of, second of all, you you're going to blame the refs for Richard Sherman making a terrible decision. And third of all, all that gave them was five yards. He still had to drive eighty yards down the field, and he did it. It's like. You're going to blame the refs for like, oh, it's like the refs are handed Aaron Rodgers the game. No, Aaron Rodgers handed Aaron Rodgers the game. Did the refs make Aaron Rodgers have that like 25-yard run to get them into like the plus side of the field? Was that was that the refs too? I don't think so. Yeah, the refs must have broken contain on that one. I don't think, I don't think they, I don't think the refs threw those touchdown passes either. Yeah. I'd have to look at the film. I don't. I don't. I don't think that. I don't think the refs made that incredible back shoulder throw to Equinemius Saint Brown. Yeah, that's yeah. The, that's the guy I was talking about. He sounds like he's from the East West Bowl. Uh, I thought he was, wasn't he? Pre- hey, he was hey, like, hey no. shout out to is King though. <laughs> Jack <Jackhammer> noises. <laughs> <laughs> I think my favorite was uh, the player formerly known as Mouse Cop. That's always a classic one. <laughs> Or fudge, fudges, fudges. We we could totally do a whole uh, Hingle McCringleberry. Hingle McCringleberry is the all-time classic. Hingle McCringleberry. Well, they've they've made like a number of skit of uh, sketches around Hingle McCringleberry. They, they're starting to get corny. But oh, one yeah, and oh, two, yeah. Dan Smith, BYU. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely the kicker. All right. All right. I think it's pick time. I think it is pick time. So, uh, of course, you know you should know the drill by now if you've been listening long enough. But uh, we do not pick Thursday night games because. 
of course. Uh, we they record suck. on Thursday nights. They suck, and they're easy uh, to predict yeah, because they're too. normally over half over by the time <laughs> uh, they Yeah, this, the Broncos-Cardinals is already half. Well, it's already fully over, let's be honest. But uh, with 10 minutes in the third, it's 35-3 to three Broncos. Ugh. Just not a good look. It's just not a good look for hey, anybody. driving. Uh-oh, watch out. Do we, we might really get a touchdown. care? It might be 35 to 10. Hold up. They might get points. Hey, I'm just saying. The the Oilers were now 35 to 3. I mean. <laughs> this I ain't the, the Oilers. Or no, was it 38 to 3? I think it was 38. It was the Bills. It was uh, backward. I think oh, it was 38 to 3. Okay, well, the Oilers. The, the Bills were down to the Oilers. 30. I think the Bills used all of their magic in their franchise on that game. Yeah, yeah they like had the Because sacrifice. they didn't win the Super you know Bowl. They ever. made a deal with the devil that postseason because, like, afterwards, I they just didn't know. get any postseason action until last season. Honestly, and they lost. If your team hasn't beaten the Bills in the Super Bowl, are they really. Well, you see, them, the thing is, being a Patriots, Patriots fan, can't. it's kind of hard for the them to beat the Bills, who are a division Dude, rival. Dude, the NFC East minus the Bills just owns them. I didn't say it was your fault. They are fathered by the NFC East. I'm pretty sure all four of the Super Bowl losses for the NFC East teams. Giants, Redskins, and Cowboys twice, right? Uh, yeah. yeah. Giants, yeah. In, Giants in, what was it, 30. Uh, no, not 30. 20... I don't remember. Uh, I, I don't remember the numbers. numbers. Yeah. I think it was the Redskins in 20... Because the, Red, the Redskins were Super Bowl 27. Uh, so, the Redskins were towards yeah. the end of that. Because I think, it, I think like Cowboys, Cowboys, Giants, Redskins. No, it was... No, Giants, it's, it's I think it was Giants first. It's Giants, Redskins, Cowboys. Giants started that. Oh, yeah. You know what? Giant, Giants, Bills was um wide right, right? Yeah, Scott yep. Norwood. And then... Scott that Norwood. Was, that was Super Bowl 26. Or no, that was Super Bowl 25. Super Bowl 26 was... The Redskins beating them 37-24 in the Metrodome in Minneapolis. And then, I guess, 27 and 28 were both back to the 28 was the one where they lost, like, 55-10. to 10. Yeah, they got embarrassed one of those times. All right, the, the Leon Lett yeah. game. Let's uh, go. Yeah, Leon Lett, that's right. Okay, so... They uh, still won, though. Yeah. Okay, so uh, first game. Uh, Titans-Chargers, this is going to be at 9.30 in the morning on Eastern Time. We're going to have a full day of football because these guys are going to be playing in London. Yeah, we're going to um, pretend I'm going to be up for that. Yeah, no, I'm not going to be up for I'm going to take the... I don't know why these were the teams that were sent to London, but I'm taking the Chargers. Yeah, Chargers are favored by 6.5, and, and I'm taking that too. Yeah, I mean, I, I would take the Chargers to, to even cover that. See, like, no, I'm nervous. This isn't really going to be close. Every pick uh, Raza agrees <laughs> with me with, I'm nervous. Do you want me to go first on all these picks then? Nah, uh, no, because that would change how I it, feel. It doesn't about really. <laughs> all right, uh, next game, a 1 o'clock game, Patriots-Bears. Uh, Patriots favored by three at home. Oh, no, on the road. <sighs> My bad. I got to take New England. Yeah, I'll take the Pats. Not, not a very close game here. I mean, I it's just because I don't think the Bears' offense is good enough. Well, you I'm see, it's like, like a bad offense and a bad defense going up again, or and then a a good offense. It's bad offense defense. versus bad. It's a good offense versus good defense, and then bad defense versus bad offense. Exactly. Yeah. And part so, of me wants to take the good defense. Like, I, I I don't I know did, if that good I did kind of toss enough. and turn. I I did kind of toss and turn about this. Like, oh, should I pick the Bears? But I, I mean, mean they, they, just, the they just lost to the Dolphins. They just lost to Brock Osweiler. So I that is that is a very yeah. And this problem. Patriots offense is a lot. That's kind of why I didn't take them because, like, well, Brock Osweiler kind of just put thirty on their head. So 
I mean, yeah, Sony Michelle. Tom Brady can manage. Sony Michelle and James White are going to do a lot more damage to you than uh, Kenyon Drake and a. Nobody on that Pats team is doing more damage than Albert Wilson, though. He's the GOAT. Josh, Bro, Josh Gordon could very easily do that. He can't do what Albert Wilson does. He's not no deep threat. Go on. Really? He's, a, he's more of a red zone threat, I guess. Being a, Albert Wilson, man. Stop sleeping on Albert Wilson. I mean, Josh Gordon's one touchdown catches of Patriot was like 50 yards, but I mean. It was, and it was in double coverage, I, too. Uh, yeah, he's obviously the better receiver. But don't sleep on Albert Wilson, though. Uh, I'm, Albert Wilson's a great player. Don't get me wrong, but. I mean. Him and Tyree Kill were like. They should have been way more explosive than they actually were. Like, if the Chiefs' offense wasn't so conservative under Alex Smith, then, like, Albert Wilson and Tyreek Hill had it, like, would have been, like, one of the most explosive duos of our time. But they just, they could never break out. Makes me wonder if Jeremy Macklin's career got ruined by Alex Smith. Or the fact that he was an injury-prone, washed-up bum. But, I mean... Yeah, and then that could, that does hurt your career, too. All right. Yeah, all right. Next game, uh, another one o'clock game. Bills at Colts. Indianapolis oh, favorite yeah. by seven well, and a half at home. Definitely tuning in. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, I'm taking the Colts on this one. Uh yeah. Oh yeah. Indy. Indy yeah. probably covers it all. I mean. Indy. Indy definitely. Takes... I you know honestly the Bills defense actually pretty decent though but still. Uh yeah. I'm also taking Indy. By I here. mean I'm pretty sure they're trotting out like Derek Coleman so. I mean the, the the Texans just beat the Bills and the Colts beat the Texans therefore the Colts will beat the Bills. The Colts didn't beat the Texans though. Oh yeah, they didn't beat the Texans. Well, whatever. Well, yeah. they would have if their they're... coach was you know. Competent. Not retarded, yeah. Yeah. Let's relax on that one. <laughs> All right, sorry, sorry, sorry. All right, yeah, next game. Uh, Lions at Dolphins. Detroit favored by three on the road. Oh, That's I'm so excited. Wow, yeah. what a game. Yeah. No, uh, it is interesting that Detroit's favored in this one. Take, I'm taking the Dolphins. Yeah, I'll take the Dolphins and I'll take the points with, with Miami. I have no idea why Detroit is favored by three. I mean, I understand they're starting Brock Osweiler again, but like... It's still like Detroit really has been kind of lackluster on defense. So, yeah, I, mean, really, I don't really think Brock Osweiler has a good game. I just think it's more that Stafford won't have a great game yeah. and will kind of play into the Dolphins a little bit. So, I think I'm gonna take Miami. Yeah, that sounds about right. So, I'm taking Miami too. Uh, All right, next game: another... Vikings Jets. I'm just gonna say Vikings Slatter, for whatever Vikings. Is. Vikings, uh, Vikings, by, Vikings are only favored by three and a half on the road, which I think is really interesting. People, people in Vegas values Darnold a um, too much, I think. Yeah, yeah, Vikings definitely cover that. Everyone on the West Coast just like loves Darnold, so. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. Jet, the Jets have not had good luck with USC quarterbacks <sighs> in the past. Yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. Shout out um, Matt Leinart, though. Yeah, shout out Matt Leinart. Uh, Panthers at Eagles, Philadelphia favored by four and a half at home. Uh, I'm, I'm taking, taking that. Philly. Yeah. Yeah, I'm taking Philly. Yeah. I I was thinking the Panthers haven't done anything to impress me. Their win no, time they suck. They could easily be like a one and four team right now. So, um, Philly. You know, Philly's coming off like a long week because they went on Thursday night last that, last week. Um, back to back, or not back to back home games, but like still like relatively close to home. I mean, um, I guess. Yeah, Philly, I, I think I Philly, Philly should, be, should uh, be able to handle the Panthers. Yeah, the Panthers aren't that good, so I mean, 
Yeah, uh, if you guys last have one o'clock game. Last one o'clock game. Well, not the last one, but uh, second to last one. Uh, Browns at Buccaneers. Tampa Bay favored by three and a half at home. What do you guys the think? Browns. I'm taking the Browns. You're taking the Browns. Right. Absolutely. Listen, ba- I think Baker will have no issue tearing up that Bucks defense, and the Cleveland's defense I think is good enough to stop Jameis Winston. So I'm taking. I'm taking the Browns. I th- I think you're right. So I'm taking because I'm taking the Browns too. Uh, I believe in the Browns. To be quite honest, I know I said I'm that not last saying week and I believe in the it. Browns, but they'll will, they'll win this one. Yeah, you mocked me for um, saying that I believe in the Browns last week. I think they're going to be able to do some big things against Tampa this week. Yeah, they should. I, I so. have been a believer in Baker Mayfield. I have been a believer in the Browns. Um, I didn't like what I saw them last week at all, but. Usually after teams like get embarrassed, they come out and like perform pretty that was, well. That was a good team in defense, though. This is not a good defense or really a team. Yeah. So like teams get blown out, they come out the next week and win games. Despite that, I'm gonna take Tampa Bay at home. It seems like, it seems like a safer pick. We got this right, boys. I mean, teams. <laughs> I don't know. The Buccaneers looked like a better team last last week. Then again, they were going against a garbage opponent, but. I like Tampa Bay. I, pr- I believe I believe in James. I don't think that's a good so idea. My condolences to Jameis Winston next week. Uh, anyways, so Texans Jaguars <laughs> for our last one o'clock game of the week. Jacksonville favored by four and a half at home. Uh, frankly, you I'm taking take them. That. I'm taking them because they. I think they understand that that is a huge game. Uh, yeah, Texans and Jags are both three and three. And this this game, I know they they're gonna play one more time after this, but this game could have huge implications. And I think the Jags n- realize that a little more, and I think they'll take this. I would I would take the Texans on the line, but I'm a I'd pick the pick the Jaguars at at home. You know, I I have you know your home team, you get a better defense. Um, the Texans just struggled at home with Nathan Peterman, so I just. I like Jacksonville. You know, they'll find a way to bounce back. Texans are not that great of a team. Um, like I said, I would take them like plus four and a half because I feel like it'll be like a really close, like a, like a 13-10, 17-14 type of game. So I'll take Jacksonville, but it'll be close. All right. And ugly as hell. Oh, yeah. No, this yeah. game is not going to be a fun one to watch. Yeah, this game is not going to be pretty. Uh, so next game, Saints at Ravens. Baltimore favored by two and a half at home. I'm gonna take the Saints. I'm taking the Saints as well. I think that often. I think that I think people kind of overrate Baltimore's defense just a little, just a tad, not that that much. But I think you know I mean, the Bengals. The front seven is really good. Yeah, the Bengals came in and tore them up, and I think the Saints have a way better offense than the Bengals do. Right? I mean. Yeah, I mean, you look at Baltimore's wins, and they've been against like decent teams. I mean, like, not really. I mean, they beat up on the Bills. They they beat up on the you know the, the Titans. Titans and the Steelers without Le'Veon. Yeah, that's not really that great. And like Ravens Steelers games, like regardless of how these those teams are doing, it it's always like a drastically different game than like any other game that those teams play throughout the rest of the year. Oh yeah, for sure. So, yeah. I like I do like the Saints, um, especially because they're coming off a bye. Yes, uh, actually, did factor into my pick. Dome team in a cold weather city, 
a little bit iffy, but um, I do like New Orleans. They're a better team on offense by far. Um, defense is a little bit suspect, but the Ravens' offense isn't that great either, so I'll take New Orleans. Yeah, uh, yeah so like I said, I picked the Saints in this one. Yeah, they just – frankly, that offense is really explosive. You know, I think Drew Brees is going to be able to outduel Joe Flacco. Uh, the Saints' defense is a little bit suspect, so I'm not 100% sure if they're going to win this game. But I would have to take the Saints, even though they're considered underdogs right now. Absolutely. Um, so next game, uh, 430 game. Uh, Rams at 49ers. Uh, yeah, uh, it's safe to say that Rams yeah. are the lock of the week for this one. Yeah, then this is just stupid. This might have been a decent game if Garoppolo was still around. Yeah, but at least it's exactly interesting if Garoppolo was playing. This was actually the Sunday night game. Oh, that's yeah, right. That and then, this out. And, then, and then McKinnon and Garoppolo both went down. Yeah. Yeah, so. this, this game would be drastically different if Garoppolo and McKinnon were playing. I mean, the Rams are the biggest <sighs> favorites this week by a mile, but like nine and a half. Yeah, nine, like well, nine and a half. Game. I think the next closest I mentioned was uh, seven and a half by Indy. Yeah, yeah. So, it's just the Rams are going to win. It's just that the, simple. The Rams are just traveling up Pacific Coast Highway to Santa Clara. It's an easy one for them. Uh, do you guys think that the Rams can go undefeated this season? No. No. You don't think they will? No. no I don't think another team will ever go undefeated. You know? Well, let's let's take a look the at their schedule for the rest of the season. Um, no, because honestly, even if they do get up there and wins, they'll they'll start playing back backups. All right. Well, they've got a couple of tough games coming up. They play uh, they play the Packers, the Saints, the Chiefs. The Bears could be a little tough, but I don't think it will be. And they the Chiefs have to... is on a neutral site, so and that maybe the Eagles. Which game? I mean, they have the Saints too. I mean, they go, they travel to Mexico to play Kansas City. So it's not oh, like that's the Mexico City game. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I don't think they will, but they might. They definitely have a shot. Oh, well, I think I'm, they have the uh, only uh, shot now. Yeah, yeah, mathematically, that's the only <laughs> shot. All right. So. Uh, okay, so actually, no. Last four thirty game. We got Cowboys, Redskins, Washington favored by one and a half at home. I'm oh taking, boy, I'm taking. Not. I'm taking the Redskins. I don't really. I mean, I understand Dallas is probably coming off a high. You know that forty to seven win, but uh, no, yeah. I, I don't see it. I think they got. <laughs> I think really the Reds, I think the Redskins are a little too good for the Cowboys. Even I know they just beat Jacksonville. But I, I, think I promise. Is a little more I know this sounds. I know this sounds crazy, but the Redskins actually do have a better offense than the Jags. Yeah, there's they do. there's not a lot of teams. The Redskins have better offenses than, but they <laughs> do have a better offense than the Jags. Um, as someone who eats, breathes, sleeps, lives Redskins, this is all I've been thinking about since the clock hit triple zeros on uh, Sunday afternoon last week. And there's a lot that I've been thinking about. Majority of my thoughts have been regarding the inconsistencies of both of these teams. The Cowboys are six and six. I'm not six, not six and six, three and three. In their six games, have been loss, win, loss, win, loss, win. The Redskins are, are three and two and have been win, loss, win, loss, win. And then every other week, that's a loss. They put out like a terrible performance, like nine points at home against Indianapolis. Yeah, that's or, not a good look. Or or. Losing by thirty at halftime on Monday Night Football in New Orleans, you know it's 
Um, they're at home. I really, really don't want to do this, but because I feel like it's a federal offense to pick the Cowboys in this rivalry, I'm going to take the Redskins. I don't. That doesn't mean I think they'll win, but I'm going to pick them to win. But like this, you can flip a coin and still get this wrong. You know, it's like this is probably the biggest. This is close. This is close. Yeah, but I think this is a battle of who's more inconsistent. I'm surprised the Cowboys are getting one and a half. Like I, I, I'm surprised. Oh, the Redskins. Redskins are Redskins are one and a half point favorites at home. Yeah, Yeah, I know. So that means the Cowboys are getting one and a half points. Yeah. So I mean, like that should be like way less than like I mean I understand it can only be half a point less, but like I I, I this spread should be even in my opinion because it's it's one of the hardest games to pick just based on inconsistency and the way this rivalry works. Like the Redskins have never beaten Dak Prescott, but we're favored by one and a half points. I don't know. This is a very weird game because both these teams are just very weird. But it's all about containing Zeke, and I think the Redskins can do that to a point. I mean, I think they can do it enough. I just we should, we were able to shut down McCaffrey last week. If we if we make Dak win this game with his arm, we we should win. But the question you is, know, the problem is Landon Collins said that to the public and uh, didn't oh, yeah. turn out too well. Yeah, I remember that one. He should. It was only like four weeks ago. <laughs> hey, hey, listen. All, all I know is that Landy Collins has not been the same player since Cardell Jones ran his shoulder into him in the Sugar Bowl. So. All, I'm, all I'm saying is, ever since he got robbed of DPOI, he's never been the same. Yeah, he, he could have won. He, he definitely could have won. No, he got robbed. He uh, absolutely robbed that year. 2016, that was all him. He should have won. Who, who 2017, was 2016? Was that Mac? It was Mac. It was Khalil Mac. Mac. Yeah. For no Which, good reason. For, for no reason other than he's Khalil Mack. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he he had a pretty good season. He had like that game with. Oh, he didn't have a couple. He he didn't have a Collins against Carolina. Collins was the reason. Was like ninety percent of the reason why we made the playoffs that year. That's pretty right, I would say. I mean, that defense was just really good. Oh yeah, it was awesome, and now all of them are either not that great anymore, or just not talked about, or I don't know. Snacks is still good though. Shout out Snacks. I love you, Snacks. I think the best player in the secondary. Snacks was on that team. That was his first season. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we signed him that year. Yeah. Vernon. Vernon was great that year. He hasn't really been good since. Well, Vernon's been hurt all season, so, I mean, we don't really know we were going to do this season. That's soft. I don't don't like getting on players for injuries and all, but he he was soft about that, I think. Maybe so, but who knows. He did come back for the Eagle game, though, which I appreciate. All right, so Sunday night game, Bengals Chiefs. I think this is going to probably be the best game of the week, to be honest. And I like the, no, I like the Chiefs in a blowout. Honestly, at, at the beginning, no, I yeah. don't think it's going to be a blowout at all. But at the beginning okay, of the year, we're not a blowout, but it's got, I like the Chiefs. I'm taking, I'm taking the Chiefs, but yeah. you got to understand this Bengals team is they're good. They are good, I and mean, there, there are two losses. Like, I mean. Steelers last week at a last minute touchdown. Yeah, kind of a messy game. Classic. Cl- that's classic. Just Bengals Steelers, pretty much. I I yeah. I think the Bengals should be respected. I don't. They're not going to be. The Here's Chiefs. the thing. We, we we talked about how like oh the Panthers team, but their second loss this year was to the Panthers by double digits. Like, <sighs> football's weird. 
Football is weird. I like the Chiefs. I don't know if it'll be by double digits. I don't know if it'll be by one point. I don't know if it'll. Well, I, I mean, you say high. you say that about the Panthers, but I could say this: Graham Gano missed an extra point against y'all last week, and he hit a sixty-three yarder for the win against us the week before. So football is weird. Yes. Oh, this let's get to this. Be... Let's just get this Monday night game. Jesus. Oh boy. Uh-huh. I, I think this might be the highest scoring game in NFL history. You really no think so. bull, no bullshit. You think they're gonna like? And the only for... reason it wouldn't be is because Eli Manning is playing. Yeah, because honestly. these defenses are ass. These defenses suck. These offenses have weapons, except one quarterback can use his weapons. One can't. Um, I think Julio gets his first TD of the year. I I agree with you. I think he does get his first touchdown. Um, I think I think people that are maybe not the smartest think this game decides if Odell and Julio argument. Um, so what I mean by that is the casuals think this game will decide the Julio Odell argument. Even though Odell's better, Odell is better, and I stand by that. Absolutely, he is. Yeah. From a talent standpoint, he's absolutely better than Julio is. And I hope Falcons fans hear that. And you can cry to my mentions all you want, but I'm going to be honest with you. I just don't care. Uh, I think Eli Manning. I I like the Falcons because Eli Manning's playing. I, I think defenses, when Eli Manning plays, just get like a little boost. Like they're just better. Like, they get better because, you know, Eli's not good. So he makes them look good. It's like he feels bad. I, I think that this game is going to have uh, three major storylines. Barkley is going to run all over the place. Yeah, it, it, they kind of stem from what we, when we were talking about, um, when we were talking about Mar. One is that Saquon's going to go off again. He might have a better game than he did last week. He's going to go off once again. The second is going to be that Odell is going to go off, and he that's going to see be that one's that one's fifty fifty because that kind of depends on Eli too. It really does. Yeah, but okay, if Eli can complete his five yard slants, then Odell will go off. That's true. The third is that when the Falcons win this game, people are going to continue to talk about this Eli Manning thing. So the Falcons are going to win this game, probably not by a large margin, but. All it's going to do is continue to stir the pot, stir the pot about the Giants, and like this, this is game, where, this is where the season just becomes an absolute mess. I think this we if okay, I think if we lose, that's going to be the case, which I think we will. Um, this game is either going to be an absolute shootout. It's going to be like the Saints game from 2015 that we brought up. Where, like, Eli had six touchdowns, Breeze had seven. Yeah. It's going to be either like that or the Giants are going to get absolutely embarrassed. I don't think either way the Giants win this game. But it's either going to be a close shootout or the Giants get embarrassed, I think. I still think no matter what happens, no matter what the final is, Barkley's still going to snap. Yeah, I think so too. And, And even as someone who was a Saquon hater in college and a Saquon doubter in the NFL. He's been <laughs> outstanding, and I can't even deny that. As someone who hated him as a Nittany Lion and someone who hates him as a Giant, but 
he's been really good. And Raza, we will talk college football, and his I team mean, will explain I, I why do, he. I, hated I understand it. why Raza hates uh, hated Saquon in college because I too am a fan of a team in the Big Ten. Raza is an Ohio State's fan. I'm a Wisconsin fan, so I understand the sentiment why. why uh, well, I mean, we did hold Saquon Saquon. one point seven yards per carry last year, but that's none of my business. <laughs> I mean, did he run a touchdown back against us on on the opening kick? Raz, I'm gonna give you I'm I'm gonna give you a quote. Twenty four hours until we're in. Does that ring a bell? Listen, listen. Is that, saying, is that is that ring a bell to you? The committee makes a smart decision. Ohio State lifts the trophy on January eighth. I'm just saying. Mm. I, they wouldn't have beaten. I don't think they beat Clemson. Oh come on! It would have been Georgia Clemson. Oh, Georgia Georgia would have been lifting the 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 trophy that year. I wouldn't have been mad if it was Georgia Clemson National Championship. I love that rivalry. That's one of the most un, uh, underrated rivalries in college football. Georgia Clemson? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it is. I love that rivalry. You but pick in, who are you picking? Like, oh, I already picked the Falcons. I just, I've enjoyed this. Oh, yeah, you guys oh, discuss oh, you this. Oh, you picked the Falcons. Okay. All right. So, review, and then we'll move on. Uh, to so, Bryce and I, stuff. Bryce, we picked the exact same picks for every game this week. And Ross That's not the, good, because... I'm gonna be down two no matter what. Yeah, and then Raza picked Damn. the same games as all of us except Browns Tampa Bay. He took the Brown or he took the Buccaneers while we took the Browns. He almost took the Cowboys, which he, he would have been that he would have been, been killed for. He would have been killed. For yeah, that. yeah. I, like I, I picked. This is the way my Redskins picks have gone this year. I picked them to beat Arizona. Then I picked them to beat Indianapolis. They didn't. Then I picked us to lose to Green Bay. We didn't. Then I picked us to lose to New Orleans, and we did. Then I picked us to lose to Car- Carolina, and we didn't. So I haven't picked the Redskins in three weeks. Um, so <laughs> it's like that. I, it's I just, just it's just like that. I just needed to, to to pick them again just to feel confident because I used to have this rule when I was picking games like no matter how bad we are, never pick against us. Always have faith. And lately, I've just been like, there's no faith to have. Well, that's how I've been in every pick in the last year and a half with the Patriots. I don't. Th- I think uh, so. It's well, you're comparing 16. the most successful franchise in oh, the most well, yeah. successful dynasty in the history of professional sports to a team led by Dan Snyder. Fair point, fair point. But, I mean, like, literally the last 22 picks, I've picked the Patriots in their games. So, I mean. Hey, if it makes you feel any better, I picked the Patriots in that one game played on uh, February 4th. Uh, Yeah, I picked them in that one, too, and it didn't go so well. Oh, brother. That was the one game I ever rooted for New England. Yeah, me too. Actually, that was the second game I ever rooted for New England. I was rooting for them against Seattle in Super Bowl 49. I didn't really care about Seattle. As a Redskins fan, Seattle, I, I, I think I hate Seattle more than I hate the Giants, and maybe maybe more than I hate the Eagles. (laughs) Can you elaborate just a little bit? Okay, first of all, they knocked us out of the playoffs. I hate their fans. Their fans are awful. Oh yeah, no, I mean that era was like what the Warriors fans are like now. No, they weren't that bad. I I mean, I had a couple bad experiences back home. They didn't didn't last as long. Yeah, that's what I'm thankful of, that this Legion of Boom bullshit just fell apart really quickly. The Seahawks knocked us out of the playoffs in 05, 07, and 2012. Oh, come on. All in really, really terrible fashion. The last time I was at a Redskins game was when I was about, I want to say, 200 feet away from... RG3 tearing his ACL. Ooh. That was against Seattle. I, of course you were there for that. That, that was... <laughs> of course. Oh, oh of course, Raza you, you, you want to know another that. great game I was at in defense oh. sports history? The LeBron James fadeaway three game. Oh, oh no. you! I remember you. Yeah, I remember you <laughs> yeah. being there for that, actually. That was, uh, uh, that was not good. I mean, 
The last time I went to a Redskins win was in 2012. But then again, the last time I went to a Redskins game was this, uh, January 6, 2013. So I, I haven't gone back since because I think I'm a bad luck charm. I, like, I genuinely haven't been back. <laughs> That's my reasoning. The last time I was there, RG3 towards ACL. I'm not going to, I'm like, I don't plan on going back. don't want to go back. Yeah. I don't plan on going back anytime soon. All right, review those picks again. Then we All right, so Titans, then. Chargers, we'll pick the Chargers. Buccaneers, Browns, Raza pick the Bucks, but me and Bryce take the Browns. Panthers, Eagles, we all take the Eagles. Vikings, Jets, we all take the Vikings. Lions, Dolphins, we all take the Dolphins. Patriots, Bears, we all go Patriots. Bills, Colts, we all go Colts. Te uh, Texans, Jags, we all go with the Jags. Saints, Ravens, we all go with the Saints. Rams, Niners, we all go Rams. Cowboys, Redskins, we all go Redskins. Uh, Bengals, Chiefs, we all go the Chiefs. And then Giants, Falcons, we all go with the Giants. Oh, we all went with the Falcons. Did I say the Giants? Yes. Fuck me. All right, yeah, you get the point. <laughs> All right, what's what's our next? What are we doing next? All right, so we're gonna move on to the NBA now because uh, we actually got some cool Ooh. ideas. Oh yeah, the association. Yes. The association all right, is back. So, as you all know, I'm a Celtics fan. Bryce is a Knicks fan, and Roz is a Wizards fan. If you haven't gotten the idea yet. Oh yeah, we're currently about to lose the Heat. Losing the Heat. Tough scene. Ooh yeah. Their their leading scorer, Rodney Magruder. Ro oh, you're getting balled out on by Rodney Magruder. Getting balled on by a dude oh, named Rodney. No. <laughs> oh my god, Kelly Olynyk just made a layup with 0.2 seconds left to take the lead. No, this is not happening. Kelly Olynyk, <laughs> my guy, former Celtic. Kelly Olynyk, not happening. Kelly Olynyk. Kelly Olynyk, 2016 no. uh, Eastern Conference playoffs stud. Yeah, he he, the Wendy's logo. Yes. For sure. <laughs> Alright, so you wanna you wanna introduce the uh yes. the topic. So as I was saying, so Celtics, Knicks, and Wizards, we're gonna be talking what our realistic expectations are for this season for our teams. And um I like to think that mine's gonna be the easiest here. So uh I'm just gonna start off with the Celtics and saying They're uh, making the finals. Finals or bust. Um, they're, they're walking to the finals with their eyes. I mean, I mean, beat writers really wanted Kawhi and were really upset when they didn't get Kawhi. Uh, you know what, Boston beat writers. Um, I don't like any of them. They're all kind of dumbasses that like to say crazy things to get a lot of clicks, but very few times are they actually actually genuine about it. They're literally what the Fortnite clickbait YouTubers are, but in like sports form. Oh, that's, uh, that's Fortnite. Listen. Yeah, I, I'm sorry but, I had to bring Fortnite into this, but that's literally what it is. Just is ill. All right. I understand. Ew. I understand. But that's literally how it is with Boston writers, and I just cannot stand on it. Now that you brought it up, I just can't get that fucking commercial out of my head and the fucking oh, national the Sam team. The Samsung one? Yeah. Oh my oh god. My if you <laughs> that own one a Samsung, I, it's quick. For number one. Commercial, right? Yes. Number oh one, if god. you own a Samsung, how are you even listening to this? And number Sick. two, <laughs> click off the podcast. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you really just said that. How are you even listening Bro, to this? How are you even <laughs> listening to this? Uh, that's awesome. Oh my goodness. Well, All right, Bryce, you should post the podcast check. link where you can listen to it directly, can't you? Yes, yes I do. It's, it's I include song. Google Play every week. Big sigh, but still. Yeah. Um, All right, so your expectations is final. Finals or bust. Okay, and now, well, as for the I NBA want finals you, I, themselves, 
Uh, no, you're not. not so no, good. There's, no, there's no winning. Barring any significant injuries to the Warriors, if someone big on the Warriors goes down like KD, I'd say maybe it, we have a chance. It, but I that's think all. The, I don't know. That's, that's don't like know. hypothetical. Remember, remember, remember when KD didn't play a game until the game one of the finals and the Warriors went 12 and 0? <laughs> and they didn't have a top three center in the league? Yeah, I know they do. That's so. probably the best one. So. What's your? I want Rosie go next. Yeah, what's what, what are your? Ex- are gonna do what, what are your expectations for the Wizards now? So I was talking about this earlier with a friend of mine, and my expectations for the Wiz Kids this year is, well, I mean they just lost to the Miami Heat, just went final. So if that is representative of anything, is that it reflects well, my expectations? That's like, what, game one for y'all? I know, I know, but it reflects my expectations that this team is not going to be as good as everybody says they are. They're going to make the playoffs. Everybody everybody kind of gassed the uh, Dwight Howard pickup. Yeah, yeah, he's, like, washed as absolute hell. I mean, we're going to make the playoffs because we're one of the best eight teams in the East by default. But my, uh, like, yes. like, my friend was like, oh. We're going to be so much better than we were last year. I was like, oh, we're going to go from no. an 8th seed to a 7th seed. How? I, how? How? I don't see, like, I know you got rid of Gortat. Congratulations. But I don't see how they're going to be, like, the only reason they're going to be a way higher seed is because the East just got way worse. Yeah. So I mean, it's, I don't know, man. I, I don't see the Wizards doing that much. They won't probably make that much noise. People are like, I don't know, Wizards fans. Oh my god, I can think of so many bad ones. There, you're you're not a great bunch. I'm gonna be honest. I'm sorry. Yeah, because I mean, we have a lot of biases, namely the the, the John Wall bias. But... I thought I thought you were gonna name drop right there. Exactly, oh, yeah. everyone was. I was, I, I was exactly holding my breath because you about to name drop someone. No, I, I mean, never, anyone listening is probably knows. I, there's two I can think of that are just awful. <laughs> That's not, that's not what I'm here to do right now. Yeah, we're not going to name drop. Um, if you want to, you can, but I'm not going to do it. This ain't that kind of podcast, Chief. But I, if, no, First Amendment, people died for this. People died so people can name drop on sports Twitter podcasts, okay? <laughs> listen, yeah. listen. If he wants to name drop, he is absolutely allowed. Because I'm sure all three of us are thinking about the same two uh, people. You know, when they said John Wall, the, it just kind of yeah. I was I, I, I yeah. expected the word "go" after that <laughs> sentence. Although but, I don't, I don't really pay attention to Wizards Twitter that much. I'm gonna be quite honest with you. So I, I think only... it put on my timeline way too much. Shout out Johnny Obed though. I like Johnny Obed. Yeah, yeah, like notoriously respected, notoriously you know. It, there's like no in between. It's like you, Johnny Obed, and then blank and blank. There's, like, no in-betweens. Yeah, I feel you. But I do, I mean, you're really good, so I appreciate that. But your expectations are probably just, like, you know, phase out mid, losing, like, the first or second round, which is what probably the expectation is. I mean... Yeah, I, 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 this, this What's up with is... the coach, though? What's up with these secret deals and contract extensions that I, I heard I don't, of? I don't really know. I mean, it's messy. Everything is messy. Everything's messy. Everything. All I know is that, speaking of the association, LeBron James is playing his first game as a Laker right now. That is weird. And I am watching 
that over Astros Red Sox right now because the Red Sox just pretty much punched there. I mean, Marwin well, Gonzalez. Marwin Gonzalez deep, hit a pretty deep home run to make it four to yeah. one Red Sox, but it's it's hey, bottom seven. If we talk, if if down. If okay, we talk I, about I baseball, if we if we could talk baseball too long, people are gonna skip over it. So let's be careful. I mean, we hey. just we just brought up baseball, and it's a pretty important game, I would say. So. I think there's no such thing. The NBA is back. There is no such thing as an important game in baseball anymore. Yeah, there's no excuse. I'm not here for this baseball slander, but I'm not here for it either. You like hockey? I love hockey. Uh, Who doesn't? You don't love hockey. I'm a a hockey fan. I love watching the Bruins. Man, oh, it's easy to like hockey when your team has won like three championships in the last decade. Have we won? Oh, I was on Raza's. Ass on the timeline. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> like I was like, oh man, this is the greatest day of my life. It's like, really? Watching figure skating is the best day of your life. Oh, <laughs> the national, the national hobby league. Oh my god, that's, <laughs> you, that's you, a little rough, Bryce. You probably still laughed at that though. Yeah, it was funny, but I mean, I, I will man. relax. I I'm just saying it is fitting for hockey to be the reason why DC sports fans are relieved <laughs> instead of football or baseball or basketball. I mean, this well, is you a know baseball damn well baseball ain't doing anything anytime soon. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh, never. Sound, like this might sound sad, but Washington is a baseball and hockey town. It is. How is it a baseball town? You know what? Let's just yeah. It yeah this it is. Well, I'm sure people have skipped to the last thirty minutes, so. Let's yeah. let's see. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. So, so Bryce, right, what do you think about Knicks. the Knicks this year? Uh, you know, based on the sample size, like <laughs> if I'm taking the sample size I watched last night, uh, give us give the us ring, 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 ring. Oh. <laughs> but uh, I realistically, I want to lose. I don't know if that sounds good. You want to embrace kinda, the tank? I do yeah, kind of want to. Okay, but who do you take for? That's the question that I don't have the answer to because the college basketball season hasn't really started yet. So I don't really know. But tank for somebody. Kind of like the Giants tank for Herbert. Well, I mean, we gotta, we just got to sit back, digest NCAA basketball. I mean, look at the, the, the young talent on the Knicks. It, it's kind of impressive. I mean, I'm not a big Frank guy. I don't really like Frank. I don't know. I'm worried about Knox. I, I Knox think looked like a bricklayer last night. I think Knox is good. I just I think he will be good. I think Knox has potential. Trey Young looked oh my god. I will never not slander Atlanta for what they did. Ever. They traded Donchits for Young. Yeah. That's on yeah. what planet does that make sense? I mean look at Donchich. I know, it's one Are game I know Donchits. Don't no, just shouldn't have a great I game. Talk, I was, yeah, I wasn't going to talk about the fact that he was, like, breaking everything the other night. But I was talking about the fact that, like, in terms of pure basketball player, he might have been of, the In terms of the player. prospects in the draft, he might have been the most polished. Yeah. I mean, I like, know he played Europe ball, but he was... He was good. Yeah. He was really good. And I never really understood the Kevin Knox pick. I was really high on Mikel Bridges. That's who yeah. I was like Bridges really is, into. Yeah, and like he is the prototype small forward for like anybody. I'm surprised the Sun Sixers dealt them, to be honest. Seems like he was like the Sun Sixers were like the fit for Mikel Bridges, but I don't know. A lot of weird shit went down on draft night. It's it's wild. Ask Woj who said that people had lasers on people. 
they have the pick is lasered in. <laughs> that was hilarious. Because they got mad at him for saying draft, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. they started, uh, they started, or he started They're using like, a bunch of different things. Picks. Stop spoiling picks, and he just goes and said they got lasers on Oh, my goodness. Um, shout out Woj. Woj is, Woj is the man. Dude, if we could get Woj on this podcast, we'd uh, be at peak. I, I don't know. Sure. I don't know if we could peak it. Yeah. Be honest with no, you. That, that I know, be, that I know that's kind of that's kind of a dick thing to say with a guest on. But if we I could mean, get it's Woj, Woj I, don't, on, I don't think anyone would ever be offended. I, yeah, I don't think people would be offended if it's Woj. Raz, would you be offended if I said what was 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 a better guest than you if he came on? No. Yeah, I didn't think so. Uh, no, I'd, I'd be honored if I was even in in the running compared being compared to Woj because I mean it's Woj. <laughs> I'd probably ask him if he wanted to start a show on the podcast with you in with you in the in the call. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I'm not serious. I mean, I might be, but who knows? Yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, the Knicks, what do I expect? I said what I wanted them to do. I expect them to be kind of mid. I don't expect KP to play a lot. I don't expect... I I think... I know Dwayne Casey was on the market, but I think we made the perfect coaching hire. I think Fizzale was the guy to bring in for what we need. He can develop... I don't know about Dwayne Casey developing players, but I think Fizzale... Is perfect for Frank. I think he's going to be good for Knox. I think he's going to be good for whoever we pick this year. I just, I think we're in a good position. We got to make a move in 2019 free agency, yes. But I think we can do it. I mean, I don't know if I'm a big believer in this KD to the Knicks thing. I don't know how much I buy into that yet. But if it does happen, then, I mean, I don't know what that lineup would even look like. I. I just want to think about this season, and I think this season we're going to be a maybe 30-win team. Maybe. That's like the max. I mean, 30 wins in this East doesn't sound too unrealistic. But Yeah, and honestly, I mean, given it, the current state of the East, a 30-win team might just slip you into the 8th seed if we're being quite No, honest. we're not, we're not no, in the Jordan era. I was being, sorry, I was being We're not in the Jordan era. Okay? 30, 30, 30 and 52 is not getting you the 8th seed. I'm sorry. I know. I was. I was being semi sarcastic. I love. I love that the East is we take from the Jordan fans. Like he didn't make it at like thirty five wins, but whatever. We're not going to start. We're not going to start a dialogue. All right. We're not going to start this dialogue. Right I think now. the Knicks' success depends on the performance of the young guys. Well, I, I, the thing is, we're not really aiming for success. I think this season is pretty much just like a hey, look at us. We can be a free agent destination. We're yeah. kind of just like trying to flash our, flash our young core to the to the league and to the superstars, like maybe Kyrie or maybe KD or whoever we want to go after. Well, you're not but getting I think, Kyrie. I don't know if I. That's a weird situation, man. I mean, Kyrie, Kyrie said he wants to stay in if, Boston, and, Ky- and Boston K- wants yeah, to keep Kyrie. Yeah, okay, and he didn't say anything about how he hated Cleveland until he left. Right. Yeah, I mean, Kyrie so, needs to, like, kind of shut up a little bit, if you ask me, but... Kyrie needs to kind of relax on Cleveland. Like, we get it, bro. He didn't like yeah, it like, there. Like, we get it. Like, Cleveland like, like, wasn't like, great. Like, nobody likes Cleveland. It's okay. Like, LeBron ain't even like Cleveland. If he if LeBron wasn't from Cleveland, he would never even consider even going there. Ever. But... 
He might have Eli Manning those motherfuckers if he wasn't from Akron. <laughs> LeBron may have actually chosen to go to college if he wasn't from Akron. <laughs> he he honestly, the he might have. honestly, he might have. He could have still projected number one They still would have ranked the number one pick for for the Cavs the next year, and they still would have got Bron. <laughs> Bro, can you imagine if the Cavs took like Darko Milicic with the first overall pick? Or like D Wade or Bosch or Mellow. Well, D Wade wouldn't have been a bad pick. I'm that's saying, that's a topic maybe for another episode. A re- rewiring drafts. Yeah, Bryce. But write that. Write that one down. Maybe. I I don't. Listen. Let's just move on. All right. All right. I I think I want to have a little time, right, yeah. and we're we're kind of getting long. Yeah, uh, we're here, we're so. already at an hour and twenty minutes. So do you want to? Yeah, it's gonna be a little over an hour thirty. I'm be honest. All right. So you, you know what? So buckle topic in, get your popcorn. Was, uh, the three rookies you're most excited to see, but I feel like it, should we just do our top rookie, or do you want to keep it at top three rookies? For um, let's. I think the rookie I'm most excited to see is this is. I'm just gonna put it on bias. I want to see Kevin Knox. I I just want to see what he can do because he's gonna be really imperative to whoever we get next year in free agency. I think Kevin Knox has to prove to the league that he can ball if we want to get free agents. Yeah, um, so this is going to be kind of an interesting one. So, like, uh, some of you may know that I actually play college rugby, and uh, with rugby, there's a lot of partying, and with a lot of partying, you hear the song Mo Bamba about 18 times in one night. <laughs> so that song's been kind of hammered into my head at this point, so I'd love to that see is, if he can that is to the like, That has become white party. Oh, yeah. You see, here's the thing. It's not even, like, a lot. I mean, it is a lot of white guys because it's college that's rugby, the, but, like... That's- that's the new song that we get mad at white people for screaming the n-word at parties. Yeah, it used to, it used to be Mad City. Uh, it, it, it's so much even worse with Mo Bamba though. It's oh yeah, it is. You see, because they, they just casually. So Mo Bamba, Mo I've seen Bamba the n-word drop casually three or four times on Snapchat already. Listen, I don't want to get into the to that kind of debate here. Oh well, it's not really a debate anymore. <laughs> that's that's not a line. That's not a tightrope I want to walk. Right hey, can we, if we can get Sheck Wes on the show, yeah, let's get Sheck Wes on. Here. I don't. Can we get Joe Button? <laughs> <laughs> can we get Pusha T? <laughs> let's get Pusha T and Drake to talk on here. No, I don't think they do. But but Bro, this one turned into drama alert real fast. Oh, I don't want to. Oh, fuck, Keemstar. Bro, I'm not even gonna. Are, are we? Are Ross, we the next, rookie? Bryce, are we the next Keemstar? No, we lost. No, I am. I refuse to be compared to Keemstar. I, I, I will physically challenge anyone to a fight that wants to compare me to fucking Keemstar. Don't even start. But Roz, who's your rookie? Because Ian's is Mobile Bomb, but um, I have a couple. My first is Luka supposed Doncic. to be. To be fair, it was supposed to be three. It was supposed yeah. to be three, but just because of time constraints. <laughs> I, I couldn't narrow. I couldn't narrow it down to one quick enough. I probably would say Luka Doncic. Um, that yeah, that is fair. Because I really like him as a prospect, and he's on like he has a chance to shine on a bad team, and I think that's really good for him. Yeah, that backcourt is going to um, be interesting. DSJ and Doncic. But the other one I'm interested in, and this is a little bit of me being favoritism-ish, is um is Marvin Bagley. And this the yeah reason, Bagley. The reason why is because even though I don't like Kentucky basketball, I was such a huge fan of the Aaron Fox when he was um when he was at Kentucky, and he's, I was like, awesome. And I was like, oh, he's gonna be he's gonna be the best point guard. Uh, selected in this draft class, like Lonzo sucks, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. He had like a decent rookie season, and now it's like, okay, we're bringing in the number two overall pick. This dude's like a generational talent. 
to, to come in and try and reshape things. The Kings have a nice young roster. They're going to be the 10th seed in the West, but like they have a nice young roster. I think that the combination of De'Aaron Fox, who was, who was one of my favorite players in college, and now the addition of a huge impactful player like Marvin Bagley could make for a really interesting dynamic in like the San and the Sacramento rebuild. Because like if you're saying that you don't want Sacramento to like at least be decent for for us for the first time in forever, like you're lying to yourself. Like, I, I mean, I don't really pay attention to Sacramento basketball, but yeah, but I mean, anytime I never root against them, I guess. Like, 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 listen, like when the Bills were coming up in like, like. Everyone wanted the Bills to make the playoffs last year. And everyone was rooting for the Bills in that game against the Jaguars. Like, just because it's like, it's a fun story, you know? Like, sometimes you just want a team to be good for once in a while. And I think, like, Sacramento has a chance. And that's large in part due to this draft pick with Marvin Bagley, but also because I know De'Aaron Fox has a lot of potential. And I want to see that realized. I mean, I just, I just want to say that given my current fan status as a Patriots fan, I had a lot of fun watching the Bills go up in flames in the playoffs. But... That was the most boring game I've ever seen. It was very oh. boring, but I, I do have a couple friends that are Bills fans, so it was kind of funny with that. But at the same time, I kind of... Well, to be fair... I sympathize with them because that's how the Patriots are going to be in a few years after Tom Brady and everything else goes to shit. I think... I think the don't Bills. sleep on Danny Etling, okay? Yeah, Danny Etling's, nah, not gonna, nah, Danny Etling's on the practice squad right now. I think... um. The biggest rookie sleeper, though, is definitely Jackson, though, I'm just saying. The Grizzlies pick. All right. All right. I mean, the Grizzlies picked up Javon Carter in the draft. That's a pretty good pick. All right. Well, let's move on to our... uh, We do have one last topic. Uh, So we're about halfway through the NCAA football season. So, uh, you know, the college football playoffs is going to be coming up sooner than we think. So uh, Bryce had the idea to say, uh, you know, instead of just doing three random games that we think could be good, how about we take our picks for what we think are going to be the college football playoffs this year? Because, you know, we're about halfway through. We have some reasonable ideas as to who's good, who's not good, who could be uh, sneaky and get in. So, uh, Bryce, why don't you kick things off? All right. I think Bama keeps number one. Of course. I don't think Bama loses number one. Um, I'm going to say Ohio State keeps number two, because I don't see him losing again. Number three, I'm going to put Clemson there. But number four is tough, because you could say, well, maybe LSU, but I think LSU loses again to Alabama. Um... Maybe, I don't know, maybe at the beginning of the year you could have said, like, Auburn. But Auburn's... They're terrible. They've been awful. I mean, I don't I don't see, personally, I don't think Notre Dame is staying in the top four. That is a bold prediction. Have you I seen don't their think, schedule? I don't think they do. Their toughest game for the rest of the year is against USC, a really bad USC team led by a true freshman quarterback. I I just don't see him keeping number four. Because I don't think if LSU didn't have to play um, Alabama, I think they would be top four, and I think they finished top four. But because they got to play Alabama, I don't think they make it. Um, this is tough. 
this is really difficult to pick number four, especially because we're halfway through and so much can change. I mean, Oklahoma had a great shot, but they lost to Texas, and I think they're they don't have a shot in the top four anymore. Well, do you think um, Texas has a shot? Because they're number seven right now. Texas, you know, they might have a chance. I'm not sure. I'd have to look at their schedule who they play. They they have a I mean they they have to they have to play West Virginia. They have to play. Um, what does West Virginia mean now, though? Are they. Yeah, they're still they're thirteen right now. So I mean, they play them in November next week. So they got Oklahoma State this week, and then they got West Virginia. Then they got Texas Tech, which is actually kind of a decent game. And then Iowa State and Kansas. So maybe I think if they beat West Virginia, they have a very good chance of being top four. Um. I mean, I don't. I don't really think. I don't really count Georgia out right now. I really? Know that I don't count them out. I mean, they're making the. They're, they're making the SEC championship game, but like. That yeah, I don't count Georgia completely out yet. I don't think they're done. Right now, they I'm going to say have to win the SEC to even have a shot again. Yes, which I think could happen. Um. You know, it might end up like being last year, like with Ohio State and like either Ohio State or Bama. I think somebody gets left out that maybe should be in. But this is why I think it should be six games. By the way, this this should be a six game thing. Six teams, six games. Six. Teams. Yeah, I was about to say. But I think number four. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take. I'm going to put Texas there because I think they beat West Virginia and I think they roll the rest of the way. And I'm going to put Texas at number four. Mm, all right. So I know um, the Maryland loss is going to hurt, though. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That is going to hurt. So, okay. So I'm going to. I have the same top three as you Alabama, Ohio State, and Clemson in that top three. Uh, I'm still kind of torn between my number four spot because I'm not really sure if Notre Dame's going to be able to hold on. Or I honestly don't think they here's will. a sleeper one. What about Michigan? No, I don't see. You don't it. think you don't see Michigan? No, I, I could don't. see Michigan trying to sneak in as the number four. I but mean, I, they have LSU to slide me Notre Dame to slide. <laughs> I knew Rods. I was gonna. I knew Rods. I mean, on November twenty fourth, at New. They have time. a very tough Michigan State team to play this week. I don't Which know about okay. I don't know about very tough. They I mean, they are ranked. So they lost they're number Arizona twenty-four, and they weren't ranked last week. So, listen. All I'm saying is, if they lose, if the, if Michigan loses it at all, they're done. They don't have a chance, and they got to play. Here's why I don't think that because they got to play Michigan State, then they got to play Penn State, and then they got to play Ohio State a couple weeks after Penn State. So that is three. Possible losses, and John and Harbaugh has not been very good at, with these games in his tenure. So that's why I don't think Michigan's getting in. I think because if they lose any of those games, they're done. Yeah. So I don't think they beat. I don't think they beat Penn State. I think they lose to Penn State. To be honest with you. That game is um, in the Big House, right? No. Oh yeah, uh, Michigan yeah, State's away. Penn State's at home. 
And then Ohio yeah. State's. And then they got to play Ohio State on the road. For some reason, that's at noon. I don't think that should be a noon. That should be a nationally televised game. Yes. Okay, first of all, first of all, Ohio State and the team of North have played at noon forever. That's just a tradition. That's like the Cowboys playing at 4.30 on Thanksgiving. That'll, that'll never change because it's always been that way. Second of all, it's always been national, nationally televised. The only difference is it's been on ABC for like the last trillion years, and starting last year, they put it on Fox. So... That game is nationally televised. Like it's always nationally televised. All right, so who's your so who's your who's your final top four? Like who's you, who do you think is going to Rods? So is this our current top four or what we think the top four? Well, we top I, this is predictive. This is predictive. Like okay. for them so, I'm going to be smart here and say Alabama one, Ohio State two. Now this is where we start to get a little bit different here. I think that. Notre Dame is really, really good. They have arguably the best resume of any team in the nation. They walked into an extremely hostile environment in Blacksburg and destroyed Virginia Tech. Now, granted, BT lost to Old Dominion. Whether you want to say, okay, that wasn't a, a good game or something like that or whatever, that wasn't a good win. I mean, you you walk into that environment, Notre Dame has had trouble on the road in big games. They finally overcame that home. The decision by, by Brian Kelly to start Ian Book over Brandon Wimbush has been one of the best things to happen to Notre Dame football in years. Like they they have explosive play capability that has never been present at Notre Dame in ever. Because Notre Dame is a conservative football program. You know, they're, they're gonna run the ball on first down. You know, they're gonna they're they're gonna have seven yards per attempt. But now Ian Book can throw the ball downfield and they have downfield targets. And then on the defensive side of the ball, in my opinion, this defense is better than the twenty 12 Manti Teo defense that I mean and that that team was really really good but this team is better on my opinion on defense and extremely better on offense so right now Notre Dame sits at three and you might be saying well why do I disagree with Clemson at three first of all I don't think Clemson good whatsoever in my opinion in my opinion they could easily lose to NC State this week I was going to bring that up. Do you guys think that NC State has a chance against Clemson this yes, week? Yes, I NC do. NC State against Clemson? Yes. I saw NC State play uh, UVA. I like, because as a Virginian, I, I watch UVA games. Um, and, it, I mean, Ryan Finley is a good quarterback prospect. He's a good quarterback. This game is in Death Valley, which makes it a little bit tough. But my, my point is, this is aside the point, my point is that Clemson has not done anything to prove to me that they're a good team or at least at least as good as the clemsons of the past for one trevor lawrence has not been as good as promised he's been that might be a product of the play calling system they don't take a lot of downfield shots it's very conservative they run the ball on two out of the three downs with travis Etienne, who's been incredible this year um but I mean, when you're when your best performance is like 66 points against Wake Forest, that's not exactly something that you want to hang I mean, your hat on. Cuse, Cuse win the bit in that Death Valley, and they almost won. Yeah, this team ha- could easily be a two-loss team. They should have lost to Texas A&M. They got bailed out by a really, really bad touchback call, and they almost lost to Syracuse at home. Granted, with a third-string quarterback, but like my goodness, you know, it's Syracuse in football at home. In, hey, we were undefeated up to that point, all right? Yeah. I mean, okay, but that Syracuse team is still not good. I mean, the, you, anyone can be you known when you start playing in the ACC. You know, that team is 
arguably the worst football conference in America right now. But might be. If you put Notre Dame at three, I don't know if if Clemson wins the ACC, they get in. And if Clemson wins the ACC, Ohio State wins the Big Ten, Alabama wins the SEC. That is your fourteen playoff. You can argue the order, but that is your fourteen playoff. But yeah. I have a scenario that I think is really, really interesting that ties back into what you were saying about someone getting left out. If Notre Dame goes twelve and zero, if Ohio State is a thirteen and zero conference champion, but if LSU beats Alabama and then wins the SEC championship game against most likely Georgia, I think Notre Dame gets left out. In my okay, but here's the thing. In my opinion. You go LSU, Ohio State, Notre Dame, Alabama. And that's just because Notre Dame doesn't have a conference, so. But if if Notre Dame loses, then you put Clemson in. Or maybe if Texas is better than Clemson, you put Texas. Uh, it's going to be a very interesting second half of the year. Yeah, it really yeah. is. The, um, and the, the SEC is like is really, really interesting. You have, like, Georgia playing Yeah, especially Auburn. now because Georgia lost. Yeah, you have Georgia playing Auburn. LSU has proved themselves again that they're a force to be reckoned with at home. And Alabama... I think that, that Florida Alabama. loss is going to really hurt them in the end, though. I think unless they win the SEC, they're not yet in. Okay, okay, but here's the thing. It was... That game is in Gainesville. And Florida's currently the, 11, the number 11 team. Okay, yeah, but they were number 22 when they lost. Okay, what's your point? That's gonna matter. I mean, it's it's not like, in my opinion, that's a quality loss. You're, you're it's you're yes, okay, yes, it is a quality the- loss. But if if they don't win the SEC in Alabama, you know, if they be if they can't beat Alabama, then if, if Florida beats Georgia next week, that loss looks really good. <sighs> yeah, but the fact that Alabama doesn't have a loss and. That's why I'm saying if LSU beats Alabama, then Alabama will still get in. Because we know that if they lose to the best team in the SEC, and then they'll they, still get in. Yeah, they'll still get in. The that Dame happened. Dame, that happened last year. So the Notre Dame thing is really weird. But if I had to choose four right now, I'd keep it conservative and go one Alabama, two Ohio State, three Notre Dame, four Clemson. Um, but Clemson does not impress me. I'd rather put in someone like LSU, but. I'll stick with the conference champ and just stay conservative, and that's my final four. And then if you want to go even I say Ohio State beats Notre Dame in a very close game. Alabama blows Clemson out of the water, and then Alabama beats Ohio State and wins the national championship. So. Mm. Yes, I'm picking against my team because I'm realistic here. So Maybe not. It's kind of reverse psychology at this point. Oh, no. Oh, trust me. <laughs> I, I, could talk, I could talk for our entire 90-minute window about how Ohio State's defense is the reason they're not going to win the national championship. When you're playing against two Tua you, you, that defense, you let you let the running back of the University of Minnesota named Muhammad Ibrahim run for like 150 on Is this is this going to be your college entry uh, essay? I mean, it, it, I could easily write it. I'd be like, it's like, hey, Ohio State. Yeah, isn't it crazy? It, isn't it crazy how like when you write about stuff, when you write about stuff you want to talk about, you write just unbelievable. Yeah, work and it's just when you do. When I have to write about, when I have to write about the the tone of. Yeah. of I think I think we're getting into a little too much of a hashtag relatable Twitter here. So I'm going to stop. <laughs> I mean, he does make a good point, but I'll I'll keep it at that to avoid going into hashtag relatable territory. Yeah. 
All right, so, All right, let's, so get into this, let's get into uh, your closing thoughts because uh, Bryce, you had a really good closing thoughts idea that you got me with. Uh, most of these, I'm gonna say this: most of these closing thoughts happen on like the day, like the same day we record, but just earlier in the day. Um, so let me let me explain. Starting in the summer of 2019, the NBA's G League will offer select contracts worth $125,000 to elite prospects who are at least 18 years old but are not yet eligible for the NBA draft. Now, this means that the NCAA should be sweating. That's what it means. At least at basketball. Football, Goodell, I don't think Goodell would ever have the guts Silver has to go after the NCAA like this. But I, I, would, I, wanna, I really am interested to see how the NCAA reacts to this. Because it completely throws out the one-and-done thing. Like, the NCAA cracked down so hard on the whole one-and-done rule, and then they kind of just respond with this, and it's kind of nuts. But it, in my opinion, it's, it's better for the kids, in my opinion. Oh, absolutely. It's better for the people that deserve it. Yeah, because you go out, you get your playing experience with, like, semi-pros, you make your money. It's worth it for them. Yes, it's absolutely worth it. It's going to ruin the NCAA if they don't react in the proper way, which oh, I am all for. Which I am all for. Oh, absolutely, especially hundred percent being uncovered in the college basketball. No, this doesn't. This doesn't take away football because football. I think what's going to happen is um, basketball is going to take a hit, which because I don't think the NCAA has the guts to offer these kids money. I don't think they do. I think they're too greedy. So yeah, I'm being honest here. If March Madness was not March Madness in terms of the name, the brand, the impact All of the right, tournament, listen, listen. We know why you think this. Okay, stop, stop. Listen. We know why you that, think this, Roz. You're not that, fooling anyone. That, that game never happened, as far as I'm concerned. Oh no, that listen. game happened, and then they went out, and then they went out and scored like forty against like Kansas State. But you know, anyway. I mean, if March Madness did not have the impact that it does... Well, it's because Villanova was so damn good. College basketball would not be as relevant as... That's true. Because, like, the conference tourneys, no one really cares. I love I love the conference championship series. Yeah, but it's not like... That, that's not like a public basketball, like, thing, you Yeah, know? because when you have first-round matchups like Pitt versus, like, NC State, no one wants to watch that, you know? <sighs> I don't know. I like this because I think it makes the NCAA either do the right thing or collapse. That's that's what it does. Which you either, it's, it's, it's forcing them to yeah to you either either way you appeal to the public. You have to do something that's right for once. Sorry, NCAA. I know it sucks, but you have to appeal. You have to you have to appeal to the players now. I love I love the idea of getting people away from you have to go to school for basketball for at least a year. I love this. I love this because I hate the NCAA. Yeah. And and you get I, the money that you deserve. Yes, you get paid over $100,000 and you get NBA experience. Mhm. Mm yeah. Uh my one thing about this is and I think this is a great I think it's actually a very well thought out it's a great idea. But the only, I think the only reason why the NCAA will not do something like this and why 
the NBA has pretty much put them into put the NCAA into a checkmate situation. Is I just don't think that the NCAA as an entity makes enough money to be able to pay the players. Especially I don't not know. $100,000 contracts. Okay, I don't know if there's anything the NCAA can do to match the money that the, that the NBA is going to put up. But there's things they can do to counter that. Yeah, maybe. So I, I mean, the, the players, what they wanted to do was be like, hey, coach of whatever school I'm going to, whatever program I'm, I'm playing for, can you give me some cash? And now when those coaches did that, now everyone's in deep shit. So no, okay. Bad. The things the NCAA is going to, I think, should do if they want to counter this is, one, let the players get money for their likeness. Two, uh, agents, which I think they, they did do. They can have agents now, I believe. Um, you're going to let them get money from sneaker deals. You're going to let them get money from, ev like, everything involving them is going to go to them. And I think they have to either do that or or sink. I I think you're absolutely right, Bryce. They're they're gonna have to do something right, and they're not very good at doing things right. So, I think we're gonna get f college foot. I think basketball might collapse a little bit, and football is gonna get shoved into our face. Because I the have NFL, no problem with that. Yeah, me the NFL. I don't. I don't understand. I think this. This should prompt Goodell to do something. Honestly, I think he should change the NFL rule. I think he should. I think he should go after the NCAA as well. But Goodell, Goodell is not Adam Silver at the end yeah. of the day. Well, you see, I mean, like NBA and NFL are completely different sports in terms of like the transition yes. from yes, uh, collegiate to professional. So I don't. I don't still, think. Uh, I I think somebody in the higher ups of the NFL can figure out a way to punch out the NCAA if they really wanted to. To be fair, the rule states you technically don't have to play NCAA ball to be an NFL player. Technically, you just have to be out of high school for three years. That's yeah, I guess so. I guess so. But that you know, it's like you know, it's one in a million shy if you don't play college ball. Yeah, I mean, unless you're like some freak athlete from like some foreign country where they don't have football, like um, I mean, you got this, you got the Saints uh, return man, the Saints return man, it. and then like uh, there was that guy, there was that rugby player from Australia, Jared Hayne from like 2015. Yeah. Oh yeah, who like tore it up in the preseason? He tore it up in the preseason and then he just yeah. didn't produce in the regular season. Yeah, he was like a rugby player, right? Yeah, yeah, that's what that's what was this whole thing. He played rugby in Australia and he was like crazy good at it, so they so he got drafted into the NFL by the 49ers and had a really really good preseason. I think he was a running back, so I mean, playing rugby for about 3 or 4 games, I kind of get why they would do that, but it's just too different. It's just a risk. It's a it's a fun thing to do. Yeah, it is a fun thing to do cuz he was like a late round draft pick. All right, so I think uh, I think we're good. You think we're good? All right, I think, yeah, cool. I think we're fine. So that's gonna wrap up episode number ten of I'm Walking Here. Bryce, can you believe we've been doing this for ten weeks? I honestly can't, but I mean, here we are ten weeks. It, it's awesome. I'm very very thankful that this has been going very. This has been going very well, and I've had a lot of fun doing this. Um, Bryce, you said you've had a lot of fun I, doing this. I agree. I agree. Absolutely. I, I I really have uh, enjoyed my time doing this, and I look forward to doing more. 
Yes, absolutely. Uh, so anyways, Raza, it's been a pleasure having you on, man. Um, Thank you. You're always welcome to come on whenever you feel like it. Just oh, to, yeah. Just to spit some hot takes, you know. Stir absolutely. Up the pot. Absolutely, absolutely. Absolutely. Stir up the pot. Yes. Um, so, yeah, thank you for listening. Uh, you can be sure to follow us on Twitter at IWH Podcast. Uh, be sure to follow me on Twitter at ENM Cusick. Uh, that's spelled C-U-S-I-C-K. Be sure to follow Bryce on Twitter at It's Briz, uh, B-R-I-Z-Z. Uh, Raza, what's your Twitter, man? I follow you, but I don't remember what it is exactly. It's at Raza U underscore. At Raza U underscore. So that's R-A-Z-A-U underscore. Yes, sir. Be sure to follow him for some great sports takes that are very rarely right. <laughs> so great takes regardless. Um, thank you for listening. And uh, before we uh, end, before, before we oh, end, that's right. There is one more thing Bryce wants to mention. One more thing. Um, I write for a site called Fans Opinion, and we we've kind of mutually agreed we're gonna we're gonna pr- help promote each other because it just makes sense. So this is technically kind of an endorsement. Uh, you can follow a fan's opinion at a fan's opinion underscore on Twitter. They're very, they're good, and I write for them. So if you like my, if you like the show, you'll probably like my writing. Maybe I'm just kind of, you know. But yes, uh, follow them. They're great. Uh, you'll probably hear me shout them out after every week now because that's kind of the deal. Uh, please don't get annoyed. That's just how it is. Yep. All right. Well, I believe that's going to be everything then. Uh, again, thank yep. you for watching. Raza, thank you for being an awesome guest. This was a really thank good episode. Thank you so much, Raza. You've been great. Yep. Thank you. And uh, thank you for li- so thank you for listening. Uh, and we'll see you next episode. Have a great Peace. day. Peace. Bye, guys.